Hello. Welcome to the old in and out. This is Dr. William Schimmel, Bill Schimmel. Uh, I'm your host tonight, and my co-host is Brian Dewan. Brian, how are you? I am well, and how are you? I'm doing really, really well. Uh, uh, for those of you who are who haven't tuned in? Uh, I, um, I I I do. Uh, I work from uh, Upper East Side, Manhattan, and Brian is on the other end at uh, in Catskill, New York. And so, from from the urban dwellings to the uh, to the country dwellings. That's right. Yeah. I guess I am a country mouse. Well, it sounds like you know. You sound a little bit out of breath, Brian. Are you been chopping wood? <laughs> <laughs> no, just running around. You're just running around, errands. <laughs> oh, going up the stairs, downstairs. Yeah. Well, my kitty is lobbying for wet food with gravy. You have a cat? Well, then I, I do. Yeah. Uh, and she's great. Yeah. What's your name? Her name is Lila. Nice, nice name. Nice name. And uh, she's my pal. Uh, well, uh, I, I can, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. there any particular kind of cat that she is? She is a calico cat. A calico. Yeah, yeah. So she has white fur with gray and tan splotches. Ah, that's that's really really nice. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, I have to get with her agenda. Yeah, I, I'm sure so, you do. I'm, unfortunately, unfortunately, Brian, I'm allergic. Oh no! Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I have a cat allergy, and uh, that's uh, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's 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 a problem. So if I'm in an area <laughs> where there's a cat even like a block away, I already start to uh, start. Oh, start so you really? You, it's not like you have to have a cat's fur in your face before you start suffering. No, no, no. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, my, my, uh, uh, you know, I, I have very similar to what we call an asthma attack. Uh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, well, you know, it, it is what it is. And so, I mean, I certainly like cats as people. I really do. Oh, but, but it must be <laughs> difficult to pull off, you know, just like, I remember when I found out about how, you know, some people are allergic to nuts that they really can't be within 50 feet of a nut or a whole airplane full of people will not be given nuts because the airborne particles will really damage them. And so, uh, you know, I think of how vulnerable it must be to, if you're just within like a mile of something, it's going to start wrecking you up. Well, uh, I have the same thing with dogs. You know, uh, dogs like me, first of all. And so uh, I never forget. I had my arms out and to my side. You know, I was walking down the street, and this guy was walking his dog. And the dog passed me, and immediately his head turned to the left, and he gave me a lick, like that. <laughs> and next thing, by the time I got home, my eyes were all swelled up. <laughs> you know? Oh gosh! And um, then one, then another instance when I was out in Scottsdale with uh, with uh, some of my. Uh, relatives someone decides to put a cockatoo on my my finger you know like you know the whole you know and a really beautiful bird by the way this cockatoo and uh and apparently for you know un- reasons unknowns to me i also had a cockatoo allergy <laughs> allergy and oh yeah, only, well, also, not, yeah yeah my eyes yeah, swelled I can up see how it's something like a big bird yeah <laughs> you know gripping your hand and yeah. 
you know, all the, the potent chemicals that are in guano. Yeah, yeah. And you're with this sort of reptilian guano-producing creature that is on your body. Yeah, uh, yeah. It sounds like something could happen. Like you could <laughs> get birds sick. <laughs> well, uh I, I, I kind of uh, I kind of felt that uh, I was I, you know people told me that it looked like I was six feet off the ground when I was <laughs> when I was sitting oh, there gosh. trying to deal with it <laughs> and uh, and again there's pictures of me look looking you know with it in my hand and I'm smiling at it and it's smiling back at me <laughs> it, was a, it was a beautiful bird you know oh uh, and so uh, but nonetheless you know that's my uh, that's my that's my uh, my cross the bear. And, oh gosh! Uh, yeah. And, uh, well, you know, when you talk about those kinds of birds, you know, I remember doing a, a job. It was a sort of animation job where I drew pictures, and this other guy scanned them into the computer and animated the drawings. And he had a parrot that was his pet and companion. And the parrot would sit on his shoulder, you know, while he was working, and I'd be working, and we'd work long days together, and. Uh, and then he said, uh, I was very surprised when I sat there and, uh, I heard him suddenly yell, damn you. And I turned around and then he says, I told you to shit on the newspapers, not on the desk. And then later he was saying, oh, you are the best guy. You are the best guy. I love you. I love you. Actually, you sound like a, yeah. I mean, you you captured the spirit of parrot right now, Brian. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, this parrot. Oh, but especially I wanted to bring it up because uh, we were listening to a lot of CDs. Yeah. And I had a CD of uh, uh, you know mechanical instruments, and some of them were you know mechanical birds in a cage that had a you know, mechanism that was made to simulate a kind of bird song with like a little chamber, like a slide whistle and, you know, some sort of a, you know, punched, if not a punched roll, a perforated disc to operate this clockwork nightingale. So we're playing a recording of, you know, this old piece of automata and it's making a weird artificial bird song. Mm. And the And this guy's bird was in his cage and the guy said, look at him, look at him, it's driving him crazy, it's driving him crazy. And it was funny because I'd look at the bird, and the bird was perfectly still, and its head was cocked in a certain way, so you could tell it was really paying attention to this recording and this artificial bird song, and you couldn't tell, it was opaque, what the bird made of it, but it was definitely listening intensely and observing it. And so this guy who was the constant companion of the bill is excitedly saying, it's driving him crazy. Well, you know, but you had a sense of the sentience you had a of sense the bird. Of it. Yeah, you had a sense of it, and so forth. There is a, a Philadelphia composer. He's, you know, he's now deceased. His name was Romeo Cascarino, and uh, very conservative, and uh, but you know, very skilled, and uh, and uh, he, you know, he he stuck to his conservative principles, even as far as to say that he didn't believe in polytonality. As a matter of fact, whenever a student brought it up, he kept saying, "That's it's I call it that's Polly want a cracker." <laughs> <laughs> so he called polytonality Polly want a cracker. That's really uh, funny. And so what happened is, you know, whenever whenever I have polytonality in my music, I don't even write out the polychords. 
I just draw this parrot that says awk. <laughs> and everybody knows that they have to, like, you know, just play some polychords. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's the call. Yeah, yeah. The polychords. Awk! Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody play multiple chords. Awk! <laughs> Combine. <laughs> wow. And uh, he actually saved me the trouble of actually having to write it out. And uh, That's yeah. right. You found a better way to arrive at the same land. At the same land. You're going to arrive there anyway, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, Auk saved the day. So, um, yeah, know, I, I owe that. I owe him that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a wonderful distillation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so uh, we have a big week coming up from April 1st to April 6th. I'm going to talk about the accordion mixology residency that I'm doing at the, the, the New York Public Library at Lincoln Center. Um, there's, going to be a, there's going to be an event each day. And the best way to find out where I don't have to give a laundry list of all the events is you can go to my website and click, uh, uh, click the New York Public Library at Lincoln Center. And you'll find it right on my website. Or you can go to the uh, Facebook page for the New York Public Library and push down, you know, click events. And uh, or you can or, or you can go to my events page uh, where you simply go to my Facebook page and, and uh, click events and you'll find it there in a number of places. But I'll go through it. It'll start on um, April 1st and that will be the first day is called the built-in ironic duality that starts at 11 o'clock and uh and then Monday evening, uh, there will be a concert. Now, the afternoon, the afternoon pre presentation will be at the Vincent Astor Gallery at the library. And, uh, and the uh, Monday evening concert at 6 will be uh, at the uh, Bruno Walter Auditorium at the library. They're across the hall from each other. And uh, then the 2nd, April 2nd, will be Accordion Mixology, a one-day installation. Uh, which will be a collage of accordion books, both useful, useful and useless, smart and dumb, intellectual, educational, and uh, a non-historical display of accordions in the realm of like today's design, like how they're used today in design, like you know the bellows on buses, you know, or you know frying eggies on you know eggs on the grill and pancakes and so forth. And then a presentation of videos directed by my wife, Mickey Goodman, featuring um, Mickey and me in every aspect of music and movement by way of our videos. They will be projected. And that will be a one-day installation starting at 2 p.m. And then Wednesday at 3, April 3rd from 11 to 5, that will be called Carousel, Zombies, Tentacles, and Other Gaseous Matters. <laughs> And that'll include the main squeeze accordion orchestra and Boctopus for the tentacles and other gaseous matters. That would be uh, my opera on farting and uh, called 1601. The text is by Mark Twain. And it's an opera about all the Tudor uh, people sitting around, everybody from Shakespeare to Lord Bacon and so forth of that nature, talking, you know, basically who cut the whammy. 
Wow, and, uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah, it's a great piece that he did in the 19th century that he didn't reveal was written by himself until two years later. It's done in the Tudor style. Uh-huh. And now in the Main Squeeze Orchestra section, it's going to be interactive, so kids and their parents can attend. And there'll be a nice carousel piece, and there'll be a nice zombies piece, and Mickey will get everyone choreographed into the event. And so uh, that's like a participation event. It should be wonderful, and we're looking forward to that. And uh, uh, April 4th, starting at 11, will be the Accordion of Liberty, sort of an accordion as far as the Jewish experience, but not limited to it. And April 5th, punk accordion, accordion with an edge, sort of a punk rock accordion edge, uh, starting at noon. And then Saturday, April 6th, of course, this is where you come in, Brian. This is the artsy sing-along. And you can bring an accordion or not. And Brian will be, you know, Brian will be leading that. Now, I will be helping out. Denise Konchalik will be helping out. And John Fody will be helping out when Brian takes a break. It's two hours. But Brian basically will be leading it, and uh, uh, it should be, uh, you know, great fun. It will be our closing. And uh, we urge you to, uh, to attend all of it or as many as you can. Uh, the events are free. They're open to the public. You can wander in. You can wander out. You can stay uh, it has a relaxed atmosphere to the whole thing, and uh, it should be it should be great fun. And again, to find out more about it, visit those sites I had uh, uh, I had mentioned. And uh, it's called Dr. Schimmel's Accordion Mixology Residence, and it's also a celebration of the acquisition of my archives. And Lincoln Center will archive all my writings and. And our videos, Mickey and uh, Mickey and mine, uh, our videos that we did together, and my writings and books and so forth. And so, cool. Yeah. And uh, we're looking forward to some of the songs that you will lead. And what you can do is perhaps, without giving it away, you might give us a few, a few, just toss us a little bit of, uh, uh, toss us a little bit about what you might be leading us into, just so we can go home and practice. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh sure. Well, you know, uh, you know, I had a memory bubble back of being a, a little kid in grade school at Glee Club, and one of the things we sang in Glee Club was "Up with People." Up with people, yeah. There was a group called Up with People, wasn't there? Yeah, and I didn't know that for many years later there was a group called Up with People yeah. and and uh, a cult yeah. called Up with with People. Yeah, and uh, I think it might even still exist. Yeah. And they would sort of cast it with young people who, you know, were doing it for service. Right. Uh, and uh, and I, when was it founded? I guess 1965. The, the earliest recording I saw of it was from 65, and that sounds about right. Yeah, there was a couple of them. There was like the Young Americans also. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, and up, up, up With People was the most popular. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we're thinking of Ain't Got a Home. From uh, 1956, and that is by oh uh, oh I can't think of his name right now, Frogman. 
Let's see. Not the Bull Weevil song. No. Uh, no, but, uh, oh, let's see, let's see. I don't have it up right now, but uh, I'm thinking of putting that on. That'll be a log on. And then uh, Yellow Submarine by oh, the well, Beatles. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Can't you? You know, we we just have to do that one. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm very tempted to pull out uh, the song "Windy." Oh, by the oh, by the association, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that uh, that is suitable for a sing-along and uh, "Shine On, Harvest Moon." Yeah. Which I really, you know, it's a great uh, song. Yeah, and I do remember seeing some sort of a film, you know, that was made to be shown as a, a short before the feature in theaters in the 40s. and the bouncing you know, ball? Following the bouncing ball. Yeah. And so there'd be these still images that were drawn while you saw the words on the screen and the bouncing ball. Oh, maybe we'll have a... Maybe we'll even bring in a bouncing ball, you know, the bouncing yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> It I also love I, lo- I, yeah, I love the peace shine on Harvest Moon because also it has the world's greatest introduction. And uh and the lead into it is incredible. Uh it it's uh um uh, it's almost Kurt Vilish and then all of a sudden it goes into Shine on Harvest Moon. It's incredible. I'll look that up maybe. Maybe I can, maybe we can use a little bit of that before we go into it. And also yeah. these are the kind of songs that are easy to teach. They don't have to have song sheets. Yeah, and there's other things where, like, there's a song called, it's not a well-known song at all, Utsne Ute Uye. Uh-huh. Pig Latin for Nuts to You. Ah. And that was written in the 30s. Uh-huh. Uh, of an unknown author. And uh, it has a chorus where you can just yell out this phrase of, Utsne Ute Uye. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, all the all these all all these songs that you're mentioning are are really great sing-along tunes. And uh, then then you know you you can take that when, when you just when you decide maybe we shouldn't do a sing. Oh, you know, you can if you want to sing a Tom Lear song every now and then, you know, uh, here and there, you can do that too. <laughs> and of course, of course, um, if I if I do, you know, I think I'm going to do one. And you, obviously, you're going to help me on it. Uh, um, the famous, I shouldn't say famous, but <laughs> famous for me, uh, is the Home on a Range story. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. And I don't know whether we talked about it over radio, but uh, and the time when I had to teach chorus at, uh, at my conservatory, Consortium Conservatory, and, they, you know, the the kids in the chorus weren't that good. So I managed to teach them home on a range in unison. And by the time we got to the second chorus, it was kind of boring, you know, to do the same thing over. So I figured if they all hummed and someone got up and recited, oh, give me a home, where the buffalo, you know. And so, so, you know, a, a girl got up, you know, and, recited it we worked it out that way and they would hum and so forth and she started laughing hysterically all the way through it and so i had no choice but the you know when when i came time to turn grades in is to give this girl a a c plus and what did i give her a c plus for showing up 
it's really, really hard to flunk chorus. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so what happened is I get a call from the director saying she's very upset about her C-plus grade. Uh, could, would I consider changing it? And so I thought about it, and, and then I called back and said, yes, I'm going to change it. What do you think I changed it to, Brian? <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I said, I, but, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll change it, you know, change it to an F. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, when you first told me, it, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. but it's the, the naked injustice. Well, I mean, you know, then I find out, of course, <laughs> then I find out, unknowns to me, that she was in a romantic relationship with an older faculty member. She was 19, and he was, you know considerably older, you know, uh, well into his, you know, 50s and so forth, which, um, I mean, that should be a non-issue, but the issue is it was student and faculty. Today you would sign a paper that that's not going to happen, but that, that back then you didn't. And, well, I'm uh, appalled that he set out yeah. to sabotage her performance. He was making He was making faces in the audience. Yeah. Now that's not very nice. No, it isn't. It's terrible. And uh, damn him. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know what we may do is ask the audience. We may sing it with the audience, and, and you know, and ask you know, have someone stand up and recite it, and see if you know maybe a few of us will make some faces, and you see if they can do it with a straight face, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or something I don't know you know if you're listening in we're practically giving it away but nonetheless yeah. we're going to have fun so that I think that's the point yeah. I'm trying to trying to make we're going to have a good time I think it's a challenge if you're trying to sing in a concert and somebody's making faces at you from the audience yeah and, and in some ways it's a it's a good lesson because uh, you know any kind of distraction could happen when you're playing a concert and you have to be you have to be ready for it it's true you have to be ready for this kind of thing but it's too bad when the person who you trust the most is the one you should have trusted the least. Well, you couldn't have said it any better, Brian. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, you know, you 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 gave it a truism, and uh, you know, I don't think you can do better than that. But in the meantime, I'm going to play a song. And, All right. Uh, we're doing a lot of different things uh, on the weekend, and we're 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 not only doing accordions. We're going to do the, the claviola, which is, you know, only 15 of them were made, put out by Honer, didn't quite catch on. Uh, we're going to do melodicas. Uh, uh, Paul Stein will play a, uh, an accordion with a curved keyboard. And so we're going to cover a lot of different kinds of accordion-related keyboards. And of course we're going to use the melodica. It's part of the whole family. I'm going to do a little work for voice in melodica called Pulaski Skyway. Uh, Pulaski Skyway is that dark, wrought iron skyway that uh, sort of connects Jersey City with Newark. It was, you know, built long, long time ago, and it was closed for a while because it needed utmost repair, but it got reopened in 2018. And it was really part of Route 1 and Route 9, the back route. And uh, and so uh, this is a piece called Pulaski Skyway. Pulaski Skyway, Pulaski Skyway, 
Pulaski Skyway. It's the highway. Pulaski Skyway. Pulaski Skyway. Pulaski Skyway. Pulaski Skyway. It's the byway. Pulaski Skyway. It's my way. It's thy way. It's cry. Pulaski Skyway, it's the highway, it's the triway, it's the byway, it's my way, it's thy way. Pulaski Skyway. Okay. All right, Brian. How did it sound through the uh, through the phone? It sounds great over the phone. Yeah. And because it sounds like it's coming from, you know, somewhere else. Like, th- like you're spying on the music from another planet. Well, that's a good. That that that's good to hear. Uh, because I think I was going for that, and I sort of wanted to project it through the wire, also. You know, like I was, <laughs> like I was going through the wire. <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> well, I mean, if I could tell a little bit of a funny story, where uh, an old composer friend of mine, who's really had a, you know, he's really quite sensitive, really, and, and that, you know, where. He really had to watch himself in a lot of different situations. And, and, you know, what he did, he made a big mistake. And he smoked a little grass, smoked some pot. And he called me up over the phone because he, you know, it wasn't the right thing for him. It didn't agree with him. And you could tell that he had done it because it sounded like he was projecting himself through the wire of the phone. It was like, hello. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, "You've been you've been smoking some pot, haven't you?" Yes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I said to him, I, I realized he was he wanted absolution, so I said, "Tell me you won't do it again." I won't do it again. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> and so 
I had to give him some sort of absolution, you know. <laughs> you know. Oh, but I this, love the idea of the layman's absolution. Yeah, yeah, it was you don't a total, have to be an ordained priest. No, no. To forgive sins. No, actually, you don't. And uh, I mean, you do from a sacramental standpoint, but you don't, as you know, in right. a, in a in a real standpoint, you know, in That's a, in a right. yeah, in a human standpoint, you don't. You, you can't. Yeah, anybody can do it. Anybody it's like can do it. The opposite yeah. of a citizen's arrest. Yeah, so I was going to say like a citizen's arrest, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't recommend a citizen's arrest, though. <laughs> no. Know? But you don't have to be a cop to arrest people. Yeah. You can just say, hey, you're, you're arrest. under arrest because I'm me. <laughs> and you were bad. Good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good luck with that one. And so, you know, so... We're going to have a, a blast next week, starting from April 1st to April 6th. And the, uh, the events will take at, place at the Vincent Astor Gallery at the New York Public Library at Lincoln Center. It's 40 Lincoln Center Plaza. The main entrance is right next to the Metropolitan Opera. Or you can use the Amsterdam Avenue entrance, which is between 65th and 66th Street. There'll be a sign, Lincoln Center, no, New York Public Library of the Performing Arts. The Monday evening concert will take place at the Bruno Walter Auditorium, which is in the same building. If you walk in the same entrance, you will find the, uh, the auditorium. It's adjacent to the gallery. And uh, so in either case, all the events are free. You have to make a reservation for the concert on Monday night. And actually, Brian, you have to make a reservation for the sing-along. Oh, yes. And I hear we've been getting some good reservations for that. Uh-huh. And so uh, it, should, it, you know, it, should be, uh, it should be really, really... Uh, uh, a good event, I mean, you know, a well, a well attended, a well attended event. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's going to be jam packed. Yeah. And so, uh, and again, if people bring accordions, or if anybody, if a couple people bring their accordions, it's going to be. That's uh, you know, yeah. right. It's not not just a sing along, but an accordion along. Yeah, it'll be an accordion along. You can play along, and I think the chords are going to be simple enough to learn. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of the songs are simple, and we can call you know, uh, and I can call the changes, or you know, Denise, or we can both call yeah. the changes as they're uh, as they're being as you're as you're leading leading the singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and then I'm sure there'll be other uh, coloristic effects. Oh yeah, from other notes, from notes that aren't in the chord normally. Yeah, and they will be part of the stew. And we, yeah, we can play with uh, we can play with with harmony a little bit too. Maybe it'll be some some you know some spontaneous harmony happening <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the group. We can we can play a little bit with that too. Sometimes those things happen spontaneously. Also, well, all of a sudden, like in China, you know, like Shine on Harvest Moon. I mean, in many cases, when people sing along, all of a sudden it goes into this you know almost like barroom barbershop harmony, and uh, you know. You've you've heard that. I mean, I've oh I've, sure, I've, yeah. I've done it. I've done it. Sure. 
and uh, so we'll look forward to that. And Brian, what are we hearing tonight of yours? We're going to hear a song that's more than 100 years old called Where There's a Will, There's a Way by uh-huh. Charles Edward Pollock. I like the names of the people you 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 give you give us. Most of the time, most of the time, there's three names. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, Charles Whitford, somebody. I mean, it's always something. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's always uh, always one of those kind of names. And uh, well, and I guess if you didn't put in that third name, you'd get mixed up with the other people that share your name. Yeah, yeah, precisely. <laughs> you know, right uh, now nobody worries about it as much. No. No. And, or who uh, knows? Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, when there's a will worth of the way, is it a kind of a uh, what kind of song would you say it it, 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 it is? Or when it, you know what, when does it go back to or you know uh, or something like that? Oh yeah, circa 1890. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's um, you know it's kind of there is a sort of type of song, not exactly a genre, but. Uh, kind of down-home philosophical songs that kind of encourage you how to learn how to not get bummed out. Oh, that's something we can all use. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's uh, it's an interesting purpose for a song, particularly as a, you know, uh, you know if not a genre, uh, uh, identifiable category of song. That is uh, pointed in that direction. Well, I I, I like I, I like the uh, I like the idea of it, and I think uh, I mean obviously it's it's obviously it's uplifting. It is. Yeah. And so I think that's a good thing, and I think it's a good prerequisite, and and what we're going to be doing uh, on you know on next Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward. Yeah, we all are. It will be merry. It will be merry, and we should start with merrily. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> merrily sing. We'll do merrily sing, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to sign off, Brian. And uh, it, it was great talking to you. Great talking and to you talking too. with you. This is my ho- co-host Brian Dewan. I'm Dr. William Schimmel, Bill Schimmel. This is the old in and out. Uh, and we thank you for tuning in, and we will see you. Next week, uh, April 1st to the 6th, try and get to all the events or try and get to as many as you can. And uh, we are going to say good night and God bless. Good night, Brian. Good night. And God bless you all. Troubles perplex you, dishearten and vex you, retarding your progress in somber array. To shrink from with terror is surely an error, for where there's a will there is always a way. There's a way, there's a way 
Wherever there's a will, there's a way. There's a way. There's a way. Wherever there's a will, there's a way. The task may be teasing, the duty displeasing, but he who confronts it will soon win the day. The fight is half over when once we discover that where there's a will, there is always a way. There's a way, there's a way, wherever there's a will, there's a way, there's a way, there's a way, wherever there's a will, there's a way. Misfortunes uncounted are often surmounted If only we quit not the field in dismay Then one more endeavor, remembering ever That where there's a will, there is always a way there's a way, there's a way, wherever there's a will, there's a way, there's a way, there's a way, wherever there's a will.